Hello and welcome to the Future Father Dave podcast. Join me, a Catholic seminarian, each week as I share the story of my vocation and prepare to embark upon the journey of a lifetime as a Catholic priest. Hello and welcome back for another week of the Future Father Dave podcast. Uh, I have had a really wonderful week so far and one of the highlights from this week was the International Mass which we celebrated this morning. I'm actually filming this on Saturday evening and um, we celebrated an International Mass today this morning and it was really beautiful. We had lots of different languages represented uh, throughout the course of the Mass. I think we had prayers in five or six different languages which was really really cool uh, to be a part of that and to celebrate the diversity that we have here at St. Meinrad. Uh, so it's not a huge campus but we do have a good bit of international students from a variety of places and cultures so that was really neat to have the to share that with them today, and especially my Glen Mary brothers from Africa. So with that, I will launch into a prayer, and then I will get into our Rosebud Thorn segment for this week. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for another great week here at St. Meinrad, for the opportunity to uh, learn some new things and new skills, um, and to have some new experiences. I pray that you will continue to fill my mind and heart with knowledge of you, uh, knowledge that doesn't just stay in my head, but that is able to translate to my heart and into action. Uh, I pray that you uh, work through me uh, during the difficult portions of this week, but also in the joyous moments of this week as well. Uh, I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So... Uh, this week, my rose was almost certainly the international mass celebration that we were able to have on uh, Saturday morning, this morning. Uh, it was a really, really beautiful service at the Monte Cassino Shrine, a Marian shrine near campus. And the shrine is actually was actually built in the 1800s, so it's super old. Uh, I don't remember the exact year, but it's been around for a long time, and um, it's a really beautiful Marian shrine with lots of artwork on the inside, and um, we had uh, probably about 15 or 20 people in in attendance total, Uh, so it wasn't a huge, huge turnout, but we had a lot of different cultures represented, which was really cool, Um, in addition to the African guys who sang two songs in Swahili, We had a Vietnamese song and um, some readings in Korean and Hebrew and Spanish. So we had a lot of different cultures represented, which was cool. Um, My bud for this week is that I am looking forward to the 5K that I'm running next weekend uh, in the banana suit. And I am also looking forward to my first official exam in seminary. Uh, I actually feel uh, pretty good about it. I'm not not stressing too much about it, um, which is good. 
I guess. Um, I'm typically not, not one to stress over exams. Um, so I'm not super worried about it. I, I don't anticipate there being any issues, but it is a lot different uh, method of learning than what I'm used to and what my background is. So I'm not really quite sure what to expect. I've never really had a philosophy exam before. So we will see how it goes, but I feel like I have a pretty solid grasp of the material. Um, and so I'm ready for whatever, whatever is thrown at me. So that is the bud. And then my thorn from this week was from my ministry day on Wednesday. Uh, we had our first day of ministry with St. Vincent de Paul, where my um, classmates and I will be working uh, with a homeless shelter and a soup kitchen. And um, it was just a little bit of a frustrating first day uh, because it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of communication ahead of time about exactly what what needed to be done and where we were supposed to go and things like that and so it just it seemed like there was a lot of stand a lot more standing around waiting for them to tell us what to do than um was really necessary or I would have liked but it was a great learning experience too because I really had to be patient and just you know I, I couldn't hit the ground running in the same way that I would have necessarily, necessarily liked to, but that's life, you know, you, you're not always going to be able to have everything organized from the get-go, and sometimes you just got to roll with the punches, which is pretty much what we did, and it ended up being fine, we didn't have any issues or anything, but um, just would have liked to have more of a direct show up, here's your task, kind of a day, and it, was, um, it wasn't quite that straightforward, unfortunately. So a little bit, little bit frustrating, but um, again, a good lesson to learn um, to just be patient and flexible and give people some grace and the benefit of the doubt sometimes, uh, which is not always the easiest thing to do. So for this week's episode, my guest is Rafael Cavita. He mm -hmm. is one of our Glen Mary members here at our House of Formation, and he is in his second year studying with Glen Mary. So yeah. welcome, Rafael. Thank you. So uh, if you could just give our listeners a little bit of background about who you are and how you got connected with Glen Mary, that would be a great place to start. Mm, yeah, thank you. So my name is Rafael Cavita. I come from Kenya the eastern part of Kenya. I grew up in a rural place, uh, far from the cities. I come from a family of 11. Wow, that's yeah. a huge family. Yeah, I, have I didn't nine. realize you had that many siblings. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have nine siblings. Wow. Yeah, four boys, five girls. And I am born number six. So my journey of vocation, like uh, it started a long time ago when I was in primary school. Um, I felt like I wanted to be a priest. So during those times, we never end mass like every day. We end scarcity of priests because I remember the missionaries who are evangelizing in my place. 
they were from Italy, Verona. Okay. So they were with the Compone missionaries. Yeah, so we would have mass like after every three months or four months. And so when the priest would come to celebrate mass in my local church. You only had mass once every three months? Yeah, because we never oh. had priests. And by then the, the parish was crazy. geographically big. There were like two priests and at the end of 56 local churches, which were like kind of were attached to the main parish center. But Jeez. after some years, they were partitioned. Some outstations were opened as parishes. Yeah. So when, cool. whenever the priest would come and he wears the vestments, like I was like, oh, I want one day to be like, like him. Yeah, it was, it was like this very unique yeah. thing yeah. that was super special and only happened yeah. a couple mm -hmm. times a year. Wow. Yeah, and uh, he, he would come. Sometimes he would change green, red, white, and I was like, I also want to wear like him, and at least because whenever he could talk, people were keen listening, and uh, I could see how he kind of uh, held the attention of all the people, the Christians, and from there I started like designing slowly with the consulate missionaries. So after high school, I joined the consulate missionaries. From there, I did up to philosophy. After that, I felt like this is not my life. So why don't I get some time and really discern whether God is yeah. calling me to be a priest. So after that, I went to the capital city, Nairobi. I was working there. Uh, I was selling shoes at the capital together with my brother. And my brother still does that even today. So, when I was working there, I still felt the desire in me that I should be a priest. I should go back and continue with my Yeah, it vocation. never left you, did it? Yeah, it never left me. I, was, I still felt like, no, you should be a priest, but not a consolator priest, because I wanted to work with the poor people. That's where I found like... And you didn't feel like you were yeah, having I, I, that I, enough of interaction with the poor specifically? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. In consolator, I never saw that. Huh. Because Mostly they work in Europe, in some parts of Africa, but gotcha. they are too much to evangelization and opening missions. And like what I have seen here in Glen Mary, uh, like they work with the poor, helping the poor. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more hands-on. Yeah. It's more like practical. Yeah. Yeah. So at that time I was in communication with the Jesuits. I wanted to join the Jesuits. So I didn't know then nine months of discernment with them. Then um, the vocation director was a good friend of mine. So during that time when I was discerning with them, I felt like uh, I never wanted to be a scholar because they do a lot of studies. Yeah, like it's, 15, like, a, yeah, it's like 14 years. or 15 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. That's a long time because I just wanted to complete my theology and become a priest and serve God. So when I shared with him about my intention and my desires, he happened to be here in the U.S. He did his theology in the U.S. So he knew Glen Mary. Huh. And so he told me about Glen Mary. And Very he, cool. He, he helped me apply the first application. And that's how now we started communicating with uh, Brother David. Yeah, and everything just went smoothly. 
Wow. Yeah, so I was very happy when they gave me a chance to come. It's crazy, in. like, how God put all those pieces together. Oh, yeah, together yeah, and sure. God works in a mysterious way. Like, yeah, it's not an accident. You never know. Yeah, we don't meet people by accidents. It is all planned, all predestined. Yeah. Yeah, so it was good. And uh, I thank God I never failed at the first attempt of my application of my visa. So I got it at the first time I went to the interview. Very cool. Yeah, and I came here last year. That is uh, uh, August. So. Yeah, so this is your second school year with yeah, the this is my second Mind school. Okay. Yeah, doing gotcha. theology. Yeah. Very cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks for sharing a little bit about your background and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, now I'd like to kind of shift gears a little bit and talk to you about the international mass that we had oh, yeah, sure. this morning. So mm -hmm. what were your, your thoughts on that? I know you guys, um, all you African guys put in a lot of, a lot of effort and hard work to <laughs> pull that off. and. From my perspective, it was really, really cool to see yeah. um, every year for, um, for the listeners, every year at St. Meinrad, we host a international mm -hmm. mass yeah. put on by the international students here. And mm -hmm. we have international students from all, all different places, um, mm -hmm. not only the African guys in Glen Mary, but also we have some Korean guys, some Vietnamese guys, Indian. and an Indian guy. Burundi. So we had all of those elements incorporated into this mass, which was really, really cool. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, just like you've just noted, at St. Maryland, we are an international school. And uh, apart from Glen Mary taking its students there, who come from different parts of Africa, Eastern and uh, in other parts of Africa, we also have some students at the school, at the Hill from different places. And so as a way of showing kind of unity and uh, a way of coming together as international brothers, we do meet, celebrate mass together in our own uh, dialects. So, and also apart from mass, we also have an outing, we do that. We come together, we share and know each other, know each other's background. We share about our families and it's really a good uh, and interesting thing to do. So today we celebrated the International Mass at the Monte Casino. And uh, for me, it was a good like thing to do because we participated at the singing. We had two Swahili songs. Yep, there were two yeah. Swahili songs that we sang. Mm -hmm. And um, I had planned for this episode to kind of have you go through each yeah. of these songs with mm -hmm. me and kind of explain yeah. where those, what those songs mean and... Um, yeah, it's, it's the entrance song them. and the exit song. Yep. Yeah, so... So, so which one do you want to talk so about So I will first. start with the entrance song. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know whether to read in Swahili or... So what would be the English name of the song? Oh, it's just a, like... A, if I translate it in English, it's just an entrance, like welcoming all the people to come and okay, worship the gotcha. Lord. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, according to the worship aid, which mm -hmm. I have right here, it says, come let us worship the Lord. Yeah. Come let us, and then the chorus is, come let us sing to him and cheer him. Come mm -hmm. let us worship the Lord. So that's kind of the entrance. Yeah. Refrain. So it's, it's a way like uh, inviting people 
yeah. from all different backgrounds. And culture and diversity is rare. Well, that's very fitting for uh, yeah. this very fitting mass because, to celebrate mm -hmm. diversity. Yeah. yeah, because we, we are seminarians and uh, uh, we believe that in whatever that we are going to do, God is always with us because yeah. the first thing that I know is as seminarians, the idea that we have, the desire we have of serving God does not come from our parents, does not come from us. Neither does it come from friends, but God started that idea in us. That's why after all those years, I stayed outside for like seven years, I still had the idea, like, no, I called you to serve me. Yeah. So, and as the psalmist says, if today you hear the voice of the Lord, and it not your hearts. So, yeah. It's good. It's that good to listen to the voice of God. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So the theme of the song is like uh, uh, preparing us and kind of inviting us to come as we are. Gotcha. Yeah. Very to cool. Come as we are and celebrate and praise God for the day and for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So uh, now I will attempt. Do you, do you want to sing? Oh, yeah. you want to sing the the refrain here? Oh, I can. So. Joni tumwimbi na kumshongili ya Joni tumwabudu bwana. So it's like Joni is like pleading the people to come. Okay. Yeah, asking them, requesting, not like yes. you are forcing them. Gotcha. So it's a way of requesting. So Joni them, is an invitation. Yeah, like an invitation. Okay. That's the word. Very yeah, cool. invitation inviting them to come. Now, I'll be honest, we've been practicing this for a couple of weeks, and that's, a, that's the only part that I have down, <laughs> is that. Yeah. Um, the rest of this, I still don't quite have it down, but. Um, yeah, the others are just the stanzas, and uh, yeah. they kind of um, rotate around the refrain. Yeah, but so. they, they kind of are still hitting home on that same point oh, yeah. of, Mm -hmm. invitation, Invi invitation, yeah, invitation to worship. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for that little uh, You're welcome. Uh, background there on that mm -hmm. song. And then yeah. the other Swahili song that was we sang the, the recessional was hymn. the recessional yeah. hymn, yeah. which in English... It's just a, a, a song dedicated okay. to the Virgin Mary. It's dedicated to Mary. Yeah, okay. to Mary. It's gotcha. our mother. So, like, we, we, we know... We venerate her and we praise her because of the work she did in the salvation of humanity. Absolutely. And we can't ignore the fact that she is the mother of God. We can't ignore the fact that if she is the mother of Jesus Christ, who adopted us as sons of God, still she is our mother. And that's Absolutely. why we have to venerate her and show her the, the praises that are due to her because she worked in the salvific work of the world. So this one is like um, a direct translation is like a vision, a vision of a queen crowned with the gold of Ophir. And I think that is found in Psalms 45. Okay. Psalms 45. That sounds right. Yeah. And uh, Isaiah I definitely have heard the, the reference to gold of Ophir yeah, before. Yeah. It's, it's an, very expensive according to how I can translate it. It's, it's a precious Gold is itself precious and expensive. 
But golden of fear is even more. Yeah. More so. So yeah. attributing that, it shows the preciousness of our mother. Yeah. And uh, how God uses her to bring salvation to us. Because it's through her that Christ was incarnated. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, so also we know the nature of Christ, the humanity nature of Christ. He got it from our mother. We can't deny that. Yeah, so she is very important to the church. Yeah, absolutely. She is our mother. And there's you, a mother. You articulated that. Yeah. There's a mother prays for her kids and does everything to see her kids have everything. That's what she does. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, so it's just a praise is like a, we are praising her, how she is beautiful, how she is precious with all this brightness. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So do you want to go through that, uh, sing the refrain yeah. here, mm -hmm. this one? Mm -hmm. So it's like, a, it will be on your right hand stands the queen crowned with gold of Ophir. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And it can be found in Psalms 45. Gotcha. Or Isaiah 13. Awesome. Yeah. So. Mkono wako wakume, ame simama malkia, ame vadabu ya ofiri. Mkono wako wakume, ame simama malkia, ame vadabu ya ofiri. So on your right hand stands the queen, crowned with the gold of ofir. So you see, if you can picture yeah, yep. that picture, that vision. That's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, it certainly was beautiful listening to you guys sing. Yeah, it, and, was, um, it was good to sing there. And the people came, people enjoyed, people participated, and we were blessed. Yeah, and, absolutely. And yeah. there were many times, I mean, they had trans English translations for a lot of the things that we did mm -hmm. for today's Mass, yeah. but uh, there were many times where I didn't even bother to try and follow the English version. Mm -hmm. I just closed my eyes and really just soaked it all in and yeah. listening to you guys sing in Swahili mm -hmm. and then the readers, um, Brother Elias, he read in Hebrew yeah. and there was another guy that read in Polish yeah. and French and mm -hmm. Just different Spanish, languages. Yeah. Filipino. Exactly. Yeah. And so that was just so cool to, to hear these guys speak yeah. in their own native tongue. That's true. And there was something that was really special about that. And it makes you just realize the universality of the church. Yeah. And also we, we, we also can note how Father Mateo, the main celebrant, he celebrated the mass mixing English with the Filipino. Yes. Which was also very good. That was very interesting. Yeah, as well. and the deacon read the, the, the gospel in Korean. Korean. Yeah. yeah. Which is good. It shows our diversity yeah. and uh, our richness of the Catholic Church in terms of the information and how we celebrate Mass. Yeah. So, like, we, we have to know God in our own languages so that we can yeah. understand Him better. That's why you can celebrate Mass in your own dialect, yeah. that one which you can understand well. And this um, is a great lesson for us as Glenmarians yeah. as we go out into the mission field and 
a lot of our work with Glen Mary is Hispanic ministry. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a great lesson and a great mm-hmm. uh, exposure to um, international masses and yeah. you know having having that interculturality. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, like uh, we are inviting to treat everyone as your own brother. Absolutely. Your own blood brother. Even if you just met them during this time we are together learning theology. So you have to treat them just like Jesus treats everyone, every person that he met. So he is an, our role model. So we have to follow whatever he is telling us to do. Of course. Yeah. Of so course. we are all brothers from different places. We share the Catholic Church is our unifying kind of thing that unifies us, that brings us together. Yeah, what a beautiful message yeah. for sure. And a great reminder too. Mm-hmm. Just Yeah, treat everybody like your brother, even if they yeah. don't look like you, even if they don't sound like you. That's true. That's so. true. All right. Well, thanks for being a part of the podcast yeah. and going through the songs with me. I know I definitely enjoyed the, yeah, the international you. mass and um I thank you guys for all the hard work that you put mm-hmm. into oh, yeah. helping to pull it off. I mm-hmm. know Everard was the coordinator and he, yeah. he did a great job with mm-hmm. uh, getting everything organized and mm-hmm. put a lot of time and effort into it. Thank you. Thank all you. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. So just wanted to give a huge shout out to Raphael. Thank you for uh, taking the time, Raphael, to be a part of the podcast and to give us a little bit of background on those two Swahili songs and hymns that we sang today as part of the International Mass. I hope that you listeners got something out of that discussion, and uh, I know I found it uh, enriching for me personally. And just that whole experience of being part of the International Mass was just phenomenal. Uh, There was actually a worship aid that translated all of the things that were said into English from whatever languages they were said in, but I gave up trying to follow the English after about 30 seconds and uh, just being there and like being silent and prayerfully entering in and listening to these other guys whom I've come to to get to know over the course of the last several weeks, uh, being, in, being in seminary with them. Um, just to hear them pray and talk to God in their own native language was really a blessing and a huge treat today to be able to experience that with them and to really enter into that. And um, yeah, it was one of those things where it's just like, I didn't, he- I didn't know what was being said, but I could tell it was coming from the heart. And it's a great reminder for me of how universal our church really truly is and how beautiful that diversity is and how we can have diversity and unity at the same time together, um, which is a really great and powerful lesson to learn, uh, especially in today's culture where more and more it seems like that is an unachievable ideal. Um, It's nice to see that that sort of thing, balance can be achieved uh, in the church. Uh, It just takes effort and hard work and compassion and understanding. Um, you got to be patient uh, working with other people from different cultures, but that patience will pay off uh, 
I've experienced it firsthand, uh, that patience with bearing with other cultures, uh, even though they're different from you, uh, can pay off in the ter- in in the form of uh, some great relationships. So, yeah, just wanted to thank Raphael again, and um, that will just about wrap up this week's episode. I don't have any wink of the week this week. Not that God wasn't working in my life. He certainly was, uh, but just nothing really jumps out at me this week as a wink of the week. So I'm sure if I really thought hard enough about it, I could find something, but nothing really, really jumps out this week. So stay tuned next week for the wink of the week. Hopefully I'll have something, something cool to share next week. So have a great week and we will see you again for next week's episode. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of the Future Father Dave podcast. I'm eternally grateful for this opportunity to share my journey with you. And I pray that in sharing my story, I can inspire you in your own spiritual journey.